here at the Panther Pod, we have a very good time, um, a lot of time recording. And it's it's something that we've talked about uh, several times, Owen. But um, one thing that's always hard is unexpected tragedy. Uh, freshman Will Patterson of the Ferrum football team died unexpectedly this weekend. Um, we are so deeply sorry, and we offer our condolences to his family. Um, Owen, I, I believe you have the official statement. This is via Ferrum College. They posted out this today on their uh, Facebook and Instagram page, as long as their Twitter. Ferrum College is deeply saddened at the passing of Will Patterson, a first-year student and a member of the Ferrum College football team. We offer our deepest condolences to Will's family, friends, and teammates. In this time of loss, we are reminded of the importance of community, the Counseling Center, Meditation Suite, Creativity Suite, and the Roberts Lower Level Lounge are open for support today and throughout the week. Students of Ferrum College can also reach out to any residential life staff, members of the Office of Student Life, and engagement team, coaching staff, faculty, or other college staff for support. We here on the Panther Pod offer our thoughts and prayers out to uh, the Patterson family as well. Uh, please join us in this somber moment of silence. Thank you. Now to begin the show, I'm Owens Pelnick. My name is Cole Connor. And this is the Panther Pod. Cole, it was another exciting week here in college football. I suck this week, but <laughs> honestly, I'm okay with it. Yeah, do you really do you really I, even care? I don't care about my overall record at this point. I know you are beating the brakes off of me, and that is fine. I think next season we're gonna have to take an overall record yeah. to figure out how we're doing, like who won week by week. Oh yeah. Well, I mean, and honestly, at this point, I think it's too late in the season to figure out how we're tracking. Oh, uh, for sure. Because we don't have records of how we posted before the past couple weeks. Maybe we'll do that for bowl season. We'll pick winners. I'm good from, with that. Yeah, yeah, bowl games. Cool. Here we go. Panther pod pick them. Panther pod pick them. <laughs> Not officially <laughs> accredited or endorsed in any way, shape, or no, form. We don't make money off the show we whatsoever. We do not make money whatsoever. We do it for the love of football. <laughs> um, speaking of love of football and the Sun Belt, uh, Coastal Carolina. I'm not going to say they stunned them because they were favored. But SBC, the, SBC, uh, SBC, SBC. Uh, Coastal Carolina wins a tough matchup against App State, thirty-five to twenty-eight. Um, dude, honestly, I had my doubts on CCU. I picked App State in I this matchup. Did. I know you did. Um, ma- mainly because App State was the more battle-tested team. Uh, not saying the Coastal Carolina hasn't played anyone, but Grayson McCall, 18 for 26, 253 yards, two touchdowns. Jared Brown, three carries, 84 yards, one touchdown. Reese White, nine carries, 38 yards, one touchdown. Just offensively, they dominated a good majority of this game. It would have been um, – it would have been 21-14 except for the fourth quarter. Yep. Both teams posted 14 points in the fourth. Well, here's the thing, too. Just during that game, Grayson McCall went out with a scary injury for about a player or two. Comes back in, 
And honestly, I thought he was out for the game. Had to go into the medical tent. Mm-hmm. Um, looked like it was going to be a lower, excuse me, a lower body injury. Specifically, I think it was like leg below the knee, lower leg injury. Injury, but he comes back out, balls out for Coastal once again, and, and they get a close dub against App State. Bryce Carpenter came in. Uh, I think he had that one trick play, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, one for one, 31 yards, one touchdown. Yep, that's awesome. Look, I mean, <laughs> Coastal Carolina, obviously, I would say, venture to say, is the favorite to win the Sun Belt at this point. At this, yeah. Who, who else? Who, who in the West is gonna? Who in the Who in the Sun Belt West is? Honestly, gonna win? I don't even think it's close. I don't. I, even, I think CCU is gonna pull it away either way. You remember um, when you said uh, you thought Arkansas State was gonna be able to to win the Sun Belt? Yeah, they're you remember dead how I last. said Oregon State is going to win the Pac-12. All right, so you're batting 50 right here. You're, bat- you're batting 50%, <laughs> okay. Um, give me one second. I'm pulling up the Sun Belt. In the West right now, Troy is – it's Troy and Southern Alabama, or South Alabama. Both are 7-2. and two. That's right. South Alabama's got a decent, halfway decent team this and year. And Troy, 7-2, and two, undefeated at home. So both uh, – Troy's won their last six. Is Jarrett uh, Davey the Alabama. starting quarterback for Troy? I think he is, if I'm not mistaken. I don't – Golly. Oh, boy. If he is, it's going to be a time for me. It's, okay. Oh, my God. It's Jared Dagey. <laughs> no, no, it's not. It's uh, Gunnar Watson and Jared Dagey. No, it's not. At Troy. Brother. <laughs> Why? Oh, and how does that make you feel? Why? Oh, and how does that make Honestly, you feel? Good for him. Good for him. Sure. Good for him. Sure. I mean, he couldn't have balled out last year, but it is what it is. It's um, in Troy, <laughs> and I know we're on a tangent right now. Yep. But in no, it's not Jared Dagey. It is uh, Gunnar Watson right Aha. now. Ha ha ha! Gunnar Watson in his last game against Louisiana Lafayette, raging. Um, twenty-one for thirty-five, two twenty-three, two touchdowns, one interception. Your raging Cajuns are not looking great this year. Nope, we're four and five. But well, but anyway. you also just had to replace Billy Napier, so yeah, that, that's a it's, big it's rough. That's that's a that's a rough thing to do right there. But overall, for this back to Coastal Carolina, yeah, back to State, App State, Coastal Carolina, uh, Coastal Carolina really, I wouldn't say dominating this game, but they were a little they were a little bit more. Um, they really, I would say, controlled the game. They had four hundred seventy-six total yards of offense, two eighty-four through the air. And 192 on the ground. Again, what have we said week by week? If you establish, like, have a good, solid foundation of a running game, more than likely you're gonna win a fo- gonna win the football game. And honestly, I'll take it a step further. What have I said regarding going out and punching people in the mouth? Exactly, scoring points early. Exactly. If they would not have scored 14 in the first quarter, it would have been a tie. Exactly. At the end of regulation. Exactly. And so. they had to go in overtime. Overall, Coastal Carolina had three 23 first downs, not three first downs, 23 first downs, <laughs> just you know, constant. <laughs> Chucking, chucking. Uh, 23 first downs versus App State's 16 first downs. Uh, Coastal was 9 for 15 on third. App State was 5 for 11 on third downs. Uh, Coastal Carolina ran a total of 72 plays compared to App State's 55. Um, Chase Bryce did account for three of the four touchdowns he that did. App State did have. He had uh, eight, 19 for 28, 279 through the air, uh, two touchdowns, one interception. He also had eight carries for 22 yards and one touchdown. App State turns the ball over twice. Coastal Carolina only turns the ball over one time. 
and I know it's cliche to say, but if you win the turnover battle, yeah, you, win, you the win the game. Usually. 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 As Unless, we'll see later. Yeah. <laughs> um, at least it wasn't a Miami bad day when they turned it over ha- eight times. So, Oof. Yeah. Even if you just half that, that's still a that's bad terrible. day. That's still yeah. a te- that's a terrible day. That's two interceptions, two fumbles exactly. at half. Exactly. Uh, but regardless, Coastal Carolina, where they really control, and this is why I'm saying why I'm saying they really controlled this game. So their time of possession was almost 40 minutes. They had 37 minutes of time of total time. 23 minutes, Jesus. Yeah, 37 minutes. No, I'm saying 23 on the other side. Oh yeah, 20, 22 minutes. That's insane. Of total time possession for App State. That's insane. And 37. Coastal Carolina had the ball for 37 minutes during yeah, this game. You're not, you're not winning that. That game. that's an entire half. Yeah. And and then some. Yeah. Like that's 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 ridiculous. That is absolutely crazy. That's literally Ab State scoring twenty one in the first half and saying, "All right, here you go. Yep, keep up. Yep, pretty much." Um, hey, but I t- I uh, took the dub on this. I took the L. Yep, for sure. It was fun. It was Obviously, fun. you know I'm deeply saddened by all of the losses this week. Um, I'm not. I'm really not. <laughs> no, you're. You don't. You could care less about that two and five record that no, you had. No, I. Week. I really don't care because one of those wins was very. Or no, not one of those wins. Excuse me. Um, yeah, I'd. I'd give up all. I'd give up my win loss record this week until I would go zero and six. I, I don't blame you. Yeah. If I beat Alabama, I would also yeah. give up mine. If If that meant West Virginia. Yeah. We're getting ahead of ourselves. Yes. We'll get that later. Um, Speaking of the SEC West, <laughs> brother, guess who also <laughs> took the dub in this one? Liberty <laughs> beating up on Arkansas, twenty-one to nineteen. SEC going SEC? in, going into the fourth quarter. It was twenty-one uh, five. Yeah, it was twenty-one five. five. Going into the fourth quarter, Liberty is absolutely crushing Arkansas. Oh, and by the way, 21 points is all they needed. Arkansas uh, pitched the second-half shutout, and it still was not enough to come back and win the game. Mm-hmm. Liberty beats their first-time SEC opponent at Arkansas in Fayetteville in Razorback Stadium. Hugh Freeze, please come to West Virginia. <laughs> Liberty better than Alabama? <laughs> But I mean, so if Arkansas, Arkansas no, no, did no. not beat Alabama, if Arkansas beats LSU, does that mean that Liberty's better than Alabama? By that logic, yes. <laughs> oh gosh, Liberty for SEC West? Huh? Oh. <laughs> right now, Liberty's also the top of all FBS independents. Right now, they stand at eight and one. The next closest, I do believe, is Notre Dame at six and three. Yes, yeah, six and three. Uh, Shout out to Notre Dame for clinching bowl eligibility. Jonathan Jonathan Bennett, yeah. 15 for 25, 224 through the air, three touchdowns, and just a single interception. K.J. Jefferson on the other side for Arkansas, 23 for 37, 284, two touchdowns, two interceptions. Exactly. Ugly day. Ugly, ugly day. None of these teams really on the ground, no touchdowns on the ground. Uh, Cedra Lewis for Liberty, 15 carries, only 57 yards. On average, it's averaging just about four yards. Raheem Sanders, we hyped him up in the preview episode. Um, 17 carries, 60 yards. That's it. Just want to let you know, Arkansas won every facet of the game in total, tar- in total yards of offense, total passing yards, total rushing yards, and even, total, uh, and even uh, yards per play. Liberty had 315 total offensive yards compared to 
uh, Arkansas's 428. Again, rookie numbers. Got to bump those up. <laughs> Liberty had 224 passing yards. Arkansas had 284. Liberty had 91 rushing yards compared to Arkansas's 144. If you had showed me these numbers and not this and and not the score, I would have thought Arkansas by a million. Yeah. Because there's I Arkansas mean, controlled the game and Liberty is, came away with it. This is like the one quirk in yeah. our logic when the like, Liberty was like, "Oh, you say if we establish a run game that we'll win the ball game." Well, Arkansas did that, and they still lost. Well, and and that's where, like, the Texas Tech, the uh, West Coast-style offense, the Air Raid-style offense, that ignores that logic completely. Exactly. That says, okay, we are going to throw the ball down the field, and we are going to score as many points as possible. Mm-hmm. Here's the keys. Try and keep up. Yeah, it's pretty like much. We don't care about defense. Arkansas was also much – they only had three penalties this entire game. Much improved from their season opener. Exactly. They had, what, like 20? That I don't know. That I can't remember from that season opener against Cincinnati. But but here's my thing, too, is like, oh, I'm sorry. No, Arkansas had six penalties. Liberty only had three. I'm looking at the wrong stats. My bad. Arkansas had six penalties. Liberty only had three the entire game. Well-disciplined team. Well-disciplined. Please come to West Virginia. Hugh Freeze, please come to West Virginia. (laughs) Uh, Liberty, I mean, Arkansas only had six. Again, six for 36 yards. So yep. not terrible penalties, but you still got you still doubled that uh, against against Liberty. Honestly, Liberty should be ranked higher. They beat BYU. Yeah, but they can't compete for anything this year. I know. No matter what. I mean. Well, because they're an independent. Yeah. It sucks. I mean, they're going to get a good bowl. Honestly, though, honestly, Liberty should have never, in my opinion – Liberty would have been better off not going, not joining Conference USA mm-hmm. and remaining as an independent because now you'll always be relegated as a group of five. And unlike BYU and Notre Dame, of course, Notre Dame has always been considered a power – would be a right. power five opponent. Right. But BYU is now coming into their own as being a power five opponent since leaving the Mountain West 2010, something like yeah. that. Um, you know, I, Liberty really had the chance of like – because being an independent, you can really – Make your own schedule. It's not mm. dictated by a conference. So you keep winning like this. You stay an independent. You build your stadium up. Improve it more. They did. They they did expand stadium and got to like twenty five thousand, which is rather small. You know. Yeah. That is group of five status. However, if you keep winning games, you're going to expand it more and more and more, and then eventually, you know, they're they're eventually going Liberty. The way they are projected right now, they are eventually going to have to have an off-site stadium. Exactly, because and, and if you've ever been to Lynchburg, you know that stadium sitting there right there on. It's I think massive. it's, it's four sixty or sixty four. I can't think. I, I think it's it's four sixty. Four sixty. Uh, if you drove by, it is big, but it's also there's not much, there's not much space in Lynchburg at all. No, at all, and mm-hmm. it's right there in the middle of campus. And oh, it's it's nice. It's it is not, a no, no, very I'm nice facility. I'm not dogging facility. it whatsoever. But it's what I'm just saying, small. Yeah, there's not going to be enough room to build. I mean, maybe there is, and we just don't know it yet. But I mean, it's a small, it, not a small stadium. It's a small area that yeah. they're working with yeah. to build around. But hey, do I mean go to Conference USA? I guess go dominate down there. Whatever you know. But man, eight. To, I mean, eight and one Liberty. And beating up, yeah, beating beating up Arkansas, which at the beginning of the year we thought had a chance to go and be SEC West contenders. Yeah, what happened? <laughs> Don't know. 
<laughs> who, who knows? Who um, knows? Yeah, now Arkansas is struggling for bowl eligibility and might nah, not. Nah, I mean, I wouldn't say struggling. They're, they're five not, and four. They have yeah, to win one more game. They have one more game to get bowl eligibility, but at the same time, mm, they, it's in question. Yeah, they have to. Brother, well, they're not going to get it next week because uh, they play LSU. Uh, <laughs> they can get it. Honestly, though, they may end up being six and six because they have to go play. Ole, they, they get Ole Miss at home and then they have to go to Missouri. So, really, out of those three games. Mizzou. Oh, Mizzou. My sorry. Uh, my bad. No, I'm I'm just saying Mizzou is. Oh yeah, Mizzou is the definite. I would say the definite win for them. But then, like they bring LSU home next week or this upcoming week. They whatever go you to say. LSU. No, no, no. It's in Fayetteville. Oh, you have to travel to Arkansas, <laughs> my good friend. Oh, um, then Ole Miss comes into town again to Razorback Stadium, and then they go to Missouri at the end of the year. Um, so honestly, I w- I would say probably end up finishing seven and five, six and six. Yeah, which is a I, disappointment I like that's, considering that's, they went nine and three last year. Yeah, that's ballpark where they where because they honestly they could, and I'm not saying I'm not saying they will, but between Ole Miss and LSU, I feel like they could beat Ole Miss mm-hmm. more. But there's still a possibility that they could beat LSU as well, especially if it's in Fayetteville, yeah. in Ridgeback Stadium. Um, definitely not saying Woo Pig Suey next week. Nope. Um, but hey, I'm now two and zero oh so far. There you go. Um, speaking of two teams that don't have to worry about bowl eligibility. Brother. Um, <laughs> Brother. <laughs> Oklahoma State and Kansas. Kansas comes out 37 to 16. What? <laughs> Jane Daniels? Or uh, no Jalen Daniels? No Jalen Daniels? No, no problem. problem. Jason, Jason Bean. Bean. <laughs> Mr. Bean. 18 for 23, 203, two touchdowns. And also. He can run as well. Devin Four Neal. carries, 93 yards, one touchdown. Yep. Devin Neal, 32 carries, 224 yards. That's how a grown man runs the football. <laughs> and, a, and a touchdown as well. Oh, oh. by the way, Devin Neal, six receptions for 110 yards. Brother. Brother. Um, but I, and, I told, and, I, and I said this last week, Kansas has the better backup. Kansas yep. has a better backup. He has experience. You can clearly see that on the stat line. Poor, poor <laughs> Garrett Wrangle. 27 for four, uh, twenty-seven for forty. Three hundred and four yards. Okay, that's not bad. Not bad. And even then, two touchdowns. Yeah. At that point, if you look at that next if stat, you just stop. It's it's, okay. it's great. Yeah. Three, three interceptions. interceptions. <laughs> three interceptions. Uh, not a single rushing touchdown. They rushed one, two, three, four, five. They rushed six players and not a single one got a touchdown do you mm. realize cole mm. that if they get if if all if at least if if all six of those players just get one touchdown that they win the game yeah they win the game yeah and dominic richardson i mean 14 carries for 51 yards deandre jackson five carries 34 yards Garrett, poor, poor Garrett Wrangle, man. Ten carries, fourteen yards. Um, like it, it wasn't. They did not have a good time running the ball. Mm-mm. They had a worse time throwing the ball. The yardage is there for throwing it, but you, but, but you can't find the red zone. You can't find the red zone, and you're turning it over three times as yep. well. Total offensive yards. Oklahoma State has four fifteen. Bump those up. Rookie numbers. Come on. We're in the Big 12. Got to be putting up 600-plus each week. Come on, guys. Um, Kansas put up 550 total yards of offense. 
as to be expected. Five hundred, yeah, at five hundred fifty-four total. Good grief! Um, Oklahoma State passed the ball for three hundred and four yards. Kansas passed the ball for two hundred three. Oklahoma State rushed the ball for a hundred and eleven yards. Kansas rushed the ball for three hundred and fifty-one yards. Run the, the dang ball. ball. Run the ball. They averaged eight yards a play. Jesus. Two plays, first down. Yep. That's insane. I mean, one play, you might as well, you might as well be yeah, there. You're almost. there. Exactly. Uh, they were six for 14 on third down. They were two for two on fourth down. They ran a total of 69 plays. Um, <laughs> compared to Oklahoma State's 75 total plays. That Not they as ran. nice. <laughs> um, both teams total punts. They only punted the ball five times. The entire the ball was punted five times this game. That's ins- so two for Oklahoma out, State and three for Kansas. I watched the Commanders and uh, we Vikings are Commanders. Bumping up, bump, bump, bump. I watched the Commanders and Vikings game. Guess how many punts both teams combined for before halftime. I don't eight. Oh wow! So straight. Wow, possessions that ended in a punt. Wow, that's terrible. That's awful. Um, but aren't looked, the Vikings like six and one though? Yeah, seven and one. Seven now. and one now. Yeah. 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 Wow. No, Washington's defense is stacked. Interesting. They just can't. They get just anything. can't get anything going with On offense. Heineke. But well, anyway. would you rather have Heineke or Carson Wentz? Heineke. Because Carson Wentz is a little crybaby. Okay, well. (laughs) Well, Um, then. Anyway, he's an NFL quarterback. I'm not. Oklahoma Um, State only had one penalty this game for 15 yards. One penalty. Dude. Like we said, they turned the ball over four times. Um, Or, no, I'm sorry. not. No, they turned the ball over four times. Yeah, but I'm saying we said – we had already said they turned the ball over four times. They Mm -hmm. turned it over through three interceptions. And one fumble. And lost a fumble. Yep. Uh, Kansas had the ball for 35 minutes. Oklahoma State had the ball for 24, almost 25. Yeah, no, that's to be expected. Um, especially with the final score and as many rushing yards as Devin Neal. Devin Neal won them this game. Yeah. Like, as as much as Jason, Jason B Beans, did a good enough yeah, job. As much as Jason Bean's passing won them this game and put them put points on the board, Devin Neal won this game for them because uh, they were able to run all over him. Looking ahead for Kansas, they – Go play Texas Tech next weekend. They get Texas at home in Ooh, two weeks. That's going to be a good one. And then they travel to Manhattan, Kansas, to go take on their in-state rival, Kansas State. Looking at Oklahoma State, um, Iowa State, uh, they take on at home. Uh, they travel to Oklahoma, and then they end the season with West Virginia at home. Yay! <laughs> ah. <laughs> um, Kansas, for the first time since 2008, are bowl eligible. Kansas is going bowling, baby. Kansas is going bowling, and yep, that's all you got to say about that. Uh, yep. Speaking of teams well, going bowling, I'm, I'm pretty tired. <laughs> I I think I'm gonna go home now. Um, Guess I'm soloing the rest of this one. Yep. Um. <laughs> Louisville JMU, the only Ouch. time, the only game that you did not win as far as Power Five versus Group of Five. I know. I'm very upset about it. 
Um, Louisville, thirty-four to ten. I'm be I'm gonna be completely honest. I, mean, I thought it was gonna be Liberty, Arkansas. That was the one I was gonna lose. Yeah. Um, at halftime, ten ten. Louisville pitched a second half shutout. Yes. Would you say Scott Satterfield is off the hot seat at Louisville? He's got to be. He's got to be at this. Louisville is currently six and three. They they're still, bowl eligible. They're bowl eligible. They they have to go to uh, the other Death Valley next week. Oh, brother. They have to go to Clemson. Brother. They get NC State at home, and then they have to go to Kentucky. Brother. Um, I say if he picks up what one more win against any of those teams, he is for sure not – on the hot seat. What a, but, oh what a my awful God. way to, I mean, that's almost as bad as West Virginia. I mean, West that's Virginia. That's terrible. That's, do you realize, like, if K- Kentucky right now, surprisingly they're not ranked. Mm-hmm. Kentucky is, it's not giving me the record. Dadgummit. That is, so uh, while you're pulling that up, that's four straight wins uh, for Louisville right now. Putting that in perspective, <laughs> um, they're six and three. They've got bowl eligibility. But they lost to Boston College, Florida State, and Syracuse. Clemson got waxed this weekend against Notre Dame. Wild. Yeah. A, a game that we did not cover, but Notre Dame won. Yeah. Um, we thought Clemson, it was going to be the other way around. Yeah. Clemson is on the revenge tour. Um, NC State has been solid all season. Mm-hmm. And Kentucky is Kentucky, who is Kentucky. Yeah. Who is probably going to be challenging for the SEC East? Ah, uh, not or not this year, but in years to come. They are currently they're six, on the up and up. Yeah, they're currently six and three. They're tied with South Carolina in the SEC East. <laughs> um, excuse me. Why is the SEC competitive all of a sudden? Yeah. Uh, funny you say that. It's not so top heavy as it has been in the years ah. past. Hmm, what a shame. We hate to see competitive football. Um, <laughs> so bringing it back to JMU and Louisville, I don't think he's on the hot seat. You don't I, think? I think he clinched bowl eligibility. I think especially if he picks up one more win, he's definitely not on the hot seat. Yeah. But I think if he goes six and six, the seat is getting a little warm, but it's not on fire yet. Yeah. Honestly, looking at JMU, I don't know what in the world happened here. Yeah. Todd uh, Centio was four for fifteen, fifty-two yards. How? How? How brutal? Do you, like is that just a simple case of okay? Obviously, in like that that either is like these re- those wide receivers need to go stand in front of the jug machine for three hours mm-hmm. on the day, or he needs to work on his accuracy and just stand and just throw constantly. Um, <laughs> uh, brother, uh, Kalen Black two receptions for twenty seven yards with a long of twenty. Um, Chris Thornton two receptions twenty five yards a long of eighteen. So. Uh, 38 of his 52 uh, passing yards mm-hmm. were on two receptions. Yeah. That's brutal. Yeah. And then he only completed two more after that. I yeah, mean, so a seven-yard pass and a – what's the math on that? Another seven-yard pass. Yeah. That's that's not a – That's great, terrible. That's an awful – yeah. That's so terrible. Uh, Percy, a guy obese yeah. for – I mean, 24 carries, 102 touchdowns. 102 yards. Brother, imagine getting 102 touchdowns. 102 yards and a touchdown. Me and you, when we play Madden? (laughs) Quit throwing it to the sidelines. 
you can't say what else I said after that, but yeah. <laughs> 24 carries, 102 yards, and a touchdown. Um, no, I mean, honestly, this was an absolute like gut-wrencher if you're watching this. I, know, I, I couldn't believe it. JMU has been put – has been stout all season long, and I figured they cruise right by Louisville. I yeah. really did. Because Louisville is not good this year. They're not great, no, but they're going bowling. Yeah. They're 6-3. and three. So, I mean, they're good. They've been on the other side of the ball, Malik Cunningham showcase. 14. I don't understand why his QBR is so low. Probably for the rest of the se- probably because of what happened throughout the rest of the season. Well, no, that's QBR for game. Oh, what's his QBR? Uh, so his stat, 14 for 20, 223 yards, three touchdowns. Averaging a first down every single time he threw the ball uh-huh. with six incompletions. His QBR is fifty two point three. That's that's low. I think it's because he didn't have. They only threw it for twenty times, and because you have to ratio that. All right, so if you throw it for forty times, and you and you complete thirty four of those, that's well, a whole yeah, different story. Obviously, that's a whole yeah. But that's 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 the reason why is because they only threw it for twenty times. I get it, but still, that's that doesn't make sense to me. It it, it, it does to me. I play. I mean, like that happens to me, Madden. But that's fair enough. <laughs> um, Tyon Evans, ten carries for one hundred twenty six yards, one touchdown. Jawar Jordan, seventeen carries, one hundred seventeen yards, no touchdowns, but still, Workhorse. you had two running backs who got over a hundred yards in this game. Louisville just dominated yeah. straight up. Yeah, they had 467 total yards of offense compared to JMU's 193. The worst offensive performance by the Dukes this season. Uh, as we said before, Louisville's got had 223 passing yards compared to JMU's 52. Uh, JMU had 141 rushing yards compared to Louisville's 244. Louisville, on average, had seven uh, seven yards per play. Louisville had 23 first downs. JMU only had nine. They could not eclipse double digits. Just absolutely insane across the board. Um, yeah, no, with with that kind of offensive performance that JMU put out, I'm honestly surprised that the score is not as worse as what it was. And I, it's it, they won by 24. L- Louisville just ran out of time. That's yeah. all it was. The yeah. time expired. They got uh, height. They got hot in the second half. JMU had to punt the ball seven times, and they also had seven penalties for seventy yards. Mm. It just was not a game. I, I, I mean, I thought coming off a of bye week, JMU would be well rested. This is this like I thought it was going to be more competitive than what it is. But we have to remember this is JMU's first year in FBS. Mm-hmm. They're pro- like a lot of these players are probably. It's a long. It's a long season. They're gonna. They're probably gonna be exhausted. They're probably wearing out a little bit, you know. So, this is my first loss on the week, by the way. I am currently three and one. <laughs> I'm one and three. Yep. Ha 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 ha. Um, you literally only have one game left that you won. <laughs> um, Wake Forest, NC State. Yes. NC State thirty. Wake Forest twenty one. What a game. What a game. Um, Sam Hartman, rough. Rough, but see, this is we thought Sam Hartman was gonna was gonna be able to ball out. Yeah, because NC this, State's secondary has been not that great. Has been, been an go, issue for they've them. They've been giving up a lot of passing yards, and it was gonna be Devin Leary versus MJ Morris, not Devin. Or I'm sorry, we thought it was gonna be Sam Hartman versus Devin Leary, not Sam Hartman versus MJ or MJ Morris. Yeah, 
let me rephrase here. We we knew that it was going to be Sam Hartman versus MJ Morris, not Sam Hartman versus Devin Leary, which gave us confidence in choosing Wake Forest. Yeah. However, <laughs> however, MJ Morris is lighting the world on fire. Sam Hartman um, just doused his world. Twenty nine for forty eight. 397 passing yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. Brother. Uh, MJ Morris on the other side of the ball, 18 for 28, 210 passing yards, three touchdowns. Um, <clears throat> NC State did not run the ball well. They posted 115 yards. I, I – before you look at Wake Forest's rushing yards, okay. I would say 115 yards, no touchdowns, that's not running the ball that well. You rushed for over 100 yards, right? Mm-hmm. Now look at Wake Forest rushing yards. Mm-hmm. 25 carries as a team, 17 combined yards, and one touchdown. Their leading rusher, Christian Turner, eight carries, 29 yards, a touchdown, a long of 13. Sam Hartman... Six carries, negative 14 yards. I don't know what would hurt worse, that or the fact that Justin Ellison had 10 carries this entire game and had negative one yards. With a long of five. So he actually got the ball moving on one of his runs Mm -hmm. and got tackled for loss by five yards. Six yards. Yeah, by six yards. Wow. Ouch. (laughs) Ouchie, (laughs) wouchie. Oh my gosh! Oh my, he's back, baby. Firefly Funhouse over here. um, No, I mean, Wake Forest won the receiving battle. um, Besides touchdowns, twenty-nine receptions, three hundred ninety-seven yards, two touchdowns. That's great. NC State, two hundred ten yards, three touchdowns receiving. Two of those going to Daryl Jones, who had three receptions for 24 yards and two touchdowns. That's This is one of those games where NC State's defense showed out in a big way, stopping the run, and that was enough to get them the, get them the win. Uh, they did more than stop the run. Uh, but no, it, I mean, picking, yeah, picking off Sam Hartman three times, yes, absolutely. Yeah. But at the same time, still, 397 yards and two touchdowns, that's a lot. Yeah. That's a lot. It is a lot. However, yards don't win you games. Touchdowns yeah. do. Uh, NC State had 115 total rushing yards. Wake Forest had 17. Yeah. 17 rushing yards. Ouch. <laughs> Oof. Ooh. <laughs> and Wake Forest turned the ball over three times. Sam Hartman, all three of those times, three interceptions. NC State had zero turnovers. That right mm. there, I mean, that ought to just tell you mm. who won the game, you know? Yep. Honestly, the score probably should have been larger than what it was. Yep. More than just nine points. Uh, kudos for Wake Forest for sticking in as long as they did, but. Yep. Dang. Uh, NC State now improves to 7-2. and two. Wake Forest falls to 6-3. and three. Wolfpack is back. Oh, my <laughs> gosh. It, it doesn't matter. They lost to Clemson, so they're not going to yeah, the ACC not, Championship. But they're going bowling. So. Unless, unless Clemson loses to Louisville and whoever they have next. Yeah, if Clemson loses out, NC State's NC State's in there. And it's in the uh let's see. Let's actually look at the standings for the Atlantic. Uh no, it would be Syracuse. Really? Yeah, it would be Syracuse cause, I didn't uh, think Syracuse was doing too hot this Well, time. it may they, it may go to NC State because NC State so Syracuse and NC State in the Atlantic are both three are both three and two. 
Uh, however, Syracuse overall is six and three. NC State is seven and two. Gotcha. So I think if it would come to that, they would it would fall to the overall record. But I'm yeah. pretty sure Syracuse beat NC State. If I think I'm they not did mis- too. If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, because we covered that game already. Yep. yep. Um, um, yeah, they did twenty four to nine. Ooh, mm. Ouchie. <laughs> Ouchie, uh, you're ridiculous. Great. Uh, um, but Clemson's – here's the thing. Clemson's not – probably not going to lose another game because no. you want to know who they have coming yeah. up in the Atlantic. Uh, they have Louisville. Okay. And then they have Miami. Uh-huh. And then they've got South Carolina. Clemson's <laughs> not – Clemson is going to the ACC championship. Yeah. Game. With, I, I mean, uh, they what, could possibly lose to Louisville. One loss, right? One, one loss. Yeah. Unless they lose to South Carolina, which they could possibly do. Yeah. Uh, but Louisville – is the only one that I see them losing to. Miami, they're probably not going to lose yeah, to Miami. Yeah, they're going to curb stomp Miami. Um, but, yeah, no, Clemson's going to the ACC championship game this year again. It's going to be Clemson-UNC if everything shakes out the way it is. And that's an undefeated in-conference UNC as well. Yes. Like, that's one thing that we keep saying is why why isn't UNC being talked about? Like, I understand. Yeah. I get it. They really haven't played anyone outside of – the ACC and the one person they did, or the two people they did, they almost lose. They almost lose to App State, yeah, in a wild shootout. Which that's an old school rivalry, though. Like all North Carolina teams, if they play each other, that's the level of Tech UVA. It's yeah. not UNC Duke, but but they're all like, no, I rule the state. No, I rule yes. the state. Kind of yeah. thing, yeah. Um, but then also too for UNC, the one team they do play, which was Notre Dame, they get curb stomped. Yeah. So I mean. And it's not a great Notre it's Dame team. It's not a great Notre Dame team. However, Clemson did get curb stomped yeah. by Notre Dame. So either Notre Dame is improving or the ACC is just not looking too hot. I know your opinion. They're not the SEC. Um, Nobody's the it, – oh, my gosh. Here we go again. Homerism. Um, homerism. Speaking at of not in the SEC, but putting on competitive football games, dude – we're going to see them play this weekend. We are. Baylor and Oklahoma. Wild. 38-35, to 35, Baylor pulls out the win. Mm. Um, Blake Shapin, not looking great across the board. Yeah. Yeah. Um, 14 for 23, 132, no touchdowns, one interception. Dylan Gabriel... 22 for 34, 261 yards, two touchdowns, three interceptions. What is it with the three interceptions? Is yeah, it the two touchdowns, the three interceptions. Was this like the third game that that's happened? Dylan Gabriel also did post nine carries for 70 yards and one touchdown. He had that 25-yard long mm-hmm. uh, sprint to the end zone. Yep, yep, yep. Um, but this was a rushing game. Yeah. Obviously, Gabriel, he went three for th- or he went three for three, one on the ground, two in the air. Um, but no, Baylor dominated this game across the board rushing. They had 50 more rushing yards and two more rushing touchdowns. Baylor rushed five touchdowns. Yeah. They were, they were fairly even throughout this entire game. They both scored 14 in the second, in uh, in the first quarter. They both scored seven in the second quarter. And then Baylor kicks the field goal, making it at that point, uh, I think it was Uh, 24. Yeah. 24-21. 24-21, Baylor. They both scored seven in the third quarter, and they both scored four – or both both scored seven in the fourth quarter. Yeah, clockwork. Clock. I mean, like, honestly, it's – because that field goal in the second quarter, 
That won him the game. It won them the game. Just that simple three points. Don't you just love football? Like what a what a wild sport we cover. Honestly, I would this this besides that extra three points, this is essentially a zero zero game. Pretty much. Yeah. Like they, like had they not kicked three points, it's thirty five thirty five, and they would have gone into overtime. It would have honestly, if if they would have just kicked a field goal in the second half or in the in the first half, and just scored three. It, that would have been what we were watching. Like touchdowns are exciting to watch. Don't get me wrong. And this was an offensive showcase for yeah. both teams. Ground up minus not Blake Shapen. Like, and this is the issue with running the ball. It's not that exciting football to watch if you're not appreciative of running the ball. Yeah. If you're not appreciative of the ground game and the in the in the uh, groundwork. Yeah, uh, Craig Williams, 25 carries for 192 yards, two touchdowns with a long of 51. Uh, Quilon Jones, nine carries, 47 yards, one touchdown. Jordan Neighbors, three carries, 33 yards, touchdown. Richard Reese, four carries, seven yards, touchdown. Baylor, that's all Baylor. Mm. Oklahoma rushing. Eric Gray, 23 carries, 106 yards, two touchdowns. Dylan Gabriel. As we said, nine carries, 70 yards, one touchdown. <laughs> That's about that. <laughs> um, no, I mean, Baylor controlled the clock for a majority of the game. Now, granted, they only posted 50 more yards rushing yeah. right at. Yeah. Um, but, no, it, Blake Shapin did not have a good game. He fumbled the ball, and he threw for one interception. Did not post a single touchdown offensively, um, regardless. Yeah. And we were hyping up Blake Shapen before this matchup. We were like, oh, my gosh, this is going to be Shapen versus Gabriel. Yeah. Great game. Um, total offensive yards. Baylor has 413. Oklahoma, 499. Come on. Bump those up. That's rookie numbers. Almost 500. Unacceptable. Got to be at least six, like we talked about earlier. But, again, this is <laughs> this is one of those exceptions where it's like – Oklahoma won the game. Yeah. Yardage-wise. Yardage-wise. Yardage don't mean nothing. Yard, if you can't get in the end zone, yards will not win you the game. I don't care if you put up over 1,000 yards. If you can't score, you're not going to win. If you can't score on 1,000 yards, you need to go home. You, yes. Yes. <laughs> or whoever's defense. I want that red zone defense. Yeah. I, okay. 100%. Like, what is going on there? Passing yards. Baylor had 132 passing yards compared to – to Oklahoma's 261. Baylor rushed the ball for 281. Oklahoma only rushed it for 238 yards. Only 238. Only 238. Uh, Oklahoma was 10 for 15 on third third down. How did they lose this game? How did they lose the game? How? <laughs> Explain to me. How? You also ran eight more plays than they did. 79 plays compared to Baylor's uh, 71. Baylor, however, was 100% on fourth down. They did convert three out of the three times that they went on it for fourth down. Uh, Oklahoma only punts the ball two times. Baylor punted it double that. They punted it four times. Baylor had six penalties for 65 yards. Oklahoma had eight penalties for 64 yards. Here is the key. Baylor only turns the ball over once. Oklahoma turned it over three times. Baylor had the ball for 33 minutes. Oklahoma only had it for 26. Those final two, those final two stats are, I think, the key right yeah. there on on how you lose that game. You turn the ball over, and you can't, and, and you get off the field. It's quickly. the exact same thing that we've been saying all season long. 
it's just wild. Isn't it wild how basic fundamental football will win you f- games? Yeah, because it's it's not like football has been around for a hundred years or anything. One hundred fifty-three years. Yeah, it's almost you know been perfected from fifty years ago. Yeah, wild, wild. <laughs> but we're just dopes with a with a mic in our face. Yeah, so. we we don't know what we're talking about. <laughs> I mean, we do know what we're talking about. But could I coach up a football team? Probably not. Um, Speaking of not knowing what we were talking about. Apparently not. Yeah. Um, Georgia, Tennessee, dude. I'm I'm upset about this yeah. one. I'm upset because I was – because after – and we'll get to this later with LSU and Bama. I was so excited that, like, like all day I was like, man, Tennessee – is going to beat Georgia. I, I, I th- it was a fact. Like I thought it was like already go ahead and mark that down as a dub. Tennessee's going to beat Georgia. And then I was like, if there's any possibility that Alabama loses to LSU, we could see a glorious playoff with no Georgia and no Alabama. Hey, guess what's not going to happen this year? <laughs> Georgia, Georgia for sure is going to go to the playoff. Yeah, they have to. They, I mean, and and the sad thing for Tennessee about this one is Tennessee loses to Georgia, twenty-seven thirteen. And for the most part, Georgia was rolling yeah. over uh, over Tennessee. Tennessee only scored one touchdown this entire game, mm-hmm. and that was in the fourth quarter. And that was in the fourth quarter. Off and they the kicked, legs of Jalen Wright. Yep, and they kicked the uh, they kicked the uh, kicked field goal twice. Yep. Um, at halftime, it was twenty four six. It was not looking great. Yeah. And I didn't I didn't understand it. I didn't understand it. Hendon um, Hooker also they had Georgia had them locked down. Yeah. 23 um, for 33, 195 yards, no touchdowns, and an interception. His second only on the season, by the way. On the ground, I mean, he didn't do a whole lot better. 18 carries for 17 yards, which you would think that that's not terrible, but you look at his long, 11 yards. Yeah. he Over 18 tries of running the ball, he got, what is the math on that, six yards. Over over seventeen tries of running the ball. No, eighteen carries for seventeen yards. He averaged less than a yard carrying the ball. Right, but what I'm saying is, seventeen of those carries he could not pick up uh, more than half a yard. Yeah, because oh my god, that's terrible. That is so bad. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's. But I mean, that's uh, Georgia. Georgia was ready for this game. Yeah, Georgia was prepared, and their defense is looking. Scary, apparently, which Does makes not ma- me <laughs> very nervous because now we are de facto playing them in the SEC championship. Uh, yeah, if we you, went out, <laughs> yeah, if you went out, how wild is that? That even in your rebuild year, you are going to go to the SEC championship year. They hate us because they ain't us. I'm so upset. <laughs> I'm. Th- that makes me more upset about my situation than anything else. That is so that. It, I'm angry. <laughs> no, you're genuinely angry. I'm sorry. It's not your fault. I mean, there's nothing. I'm not angry at you. I'm glad. I'm very happy. I'm glad that it's LSU and not Bama. But this is <laughs> back to Georgia, Tennessee. Another game that I was very upset about as well is Tennessee. Keep talking. Never mind. I got some. I got something I want to look up. Tennessee's offense has been steadfast all year long. Um, not this game. They hit a brick wall. Georgia's offense, honestly, to this point, has looked shaky. Guess what? 
They're not looking shaky anymore. Stetson Bennett hit the ground running, 17 for 25, 257 yards, two touchdowns through the air. Um, Stetson Bennett also accounted for the only other touchdown scored in this game by Georgia. One carry, 13 yards, one touchdown. Man was on a mission. Kenny McIntosh, 10 carries, 52 yards. Uh, Dejon Edwards, 16 carries, 46 yards. Stetson Bennett won Georgia this game. He For posted sure. 21 points. Wild. Absolutely crazy. Yes, absolutely crazy. Crazy, um, Lord of mercy. Um, Jalen Wright lost a fumble. Um, no, and e- even then, oh my gosh. <laughs> Georgia lost two fumbles, recovered two fumbles. Tennessee lost one fumble, recovered two. This is insane. This is absolutely insane. Georgia was ready for Hendon Hooker and shut down Hendon Hooker, which makes me very scared in the SEC championship game because, honestly, the only other team that uses their quarterback more than Tennessee uses and abuses their quarterback more than Tennessee is LSU this year Mm -hmm. in the SEC. And I don't want to hear Bryce Young, you know, uh, being all that and a bag of – I said he was overrated, and I stick by it. Brother. He's overrated. Brother. He's nothing compared to Jaden Daniels. Oh, my gosh. Um, No, I mean, this is an absolute wild game. Tennessee didn't register a single sack. Their vaunted defense that killed Jaden – yeah, Jaden Daniels on the field in our game against them did not put up a single sack. Yeah, uh, Georgia six. Georgia posted six sacks against Tennessee. Mm-hmm. This is a just bad game. Yeah, terrible game for Tennessee. I truly hate it for them. Tennessee ran like Tennessee ran thirteen more plays than Georgia did. Seventy five compared to six, Georgia sixty two. They Tennessee was also three for five on fourth down. Three for five. They only punted the ball four times. Georgia punted the ball four times. Tennessee also had nine penalties for 55 yards, which was five less than what Georgia had. They both lost the ball twice. They both had two turnovers. Tennessee had an interception and a fumble. Georgia had two fumbles. And they pretty much were fairly even in time of possession. Georgia had the ball for 31 minutes. Tennessee had it for 29 minutes. I mean, that's a two-minute drill right there. That's, you know – Tennessee rushed the ball for only 94 yards. Georgia rushed it for 130. Tennessee passed the ball ball for a buck 95. Georgia passed the ball for 257 yards. Tennessee had a total of 289 yards offensively. Georgia posted 387. Those are rookie numbers. You gotta pump those, <laughs> those up. are rookie. Yeah, pump those up. Oh yeah, um, Georgia. We can't whatever, all be the Big Twelve. Whatever weakness they had, or whatever weakness we thought they had, they didn't, didn't shine. Didn't shine through this week. Yeah, Georgia is built for January football. Yes, and I hate saying that because there's only a handful of games played in January. Yep, Georgia. I mean. They're not losing another game. They play. They go to Mississippi State next week. Then they go to Kentucky. Then they welcome in, oh, Georgia Tech. They're not losing. Georgia's an, going undefeated. They're not losing another game. 
And then they're going to go to the SEC Championship to either face, at this point, probably LSU. Yeah. Because LSU has not lost unless LSU loses to Arkansas. If, or if we lose any more games, because let's face it, Alabama is not losing any more games. That's not going to happen. So if we lose a single more game, it is either going to be Georgia-Alabama in the SEC Championship or it's going to be Georgia-LSU. Yeah, because you have, honestly, if you have Arkansas and Texas A&M. Those are your last two games. Yeah, and we're winning. I would venture to say you are. I mean, even if, if, you, lo- if you were to somehow lose to UAB, which I don't see happening, that does not affect your SEC champ, championship play, whatever. No, that would just whatsoever. affect our – National championship aspirations. I mean, you already. I, wow. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, look. Let's be real. Let's be completely and totally real. Are we going to get into the top four to qualify for the national championships? Probably not. If we beat Georgia, and that's a big, scary if at this point, and a very unlikely thing to happen because Georgia's defense is solid and stacked. If they have this performance against LSU, there's no way. They're blowing us out. Mm-hmm. They're probably honestly going to shut us out. Mm-hmm. Um, Georgia's scary. Georgia is very scary. And I'm not afraid to say that. Georgia's terrifying. Um, thank the Lord we don't have to play them in the regular season. That wraps up our games that we picked um, normally, at this point, we do the AP Top 25. Owen, we're not doing the AP Top 25. We have transitioned into the CFP. We have. So we will not be listing out the CFP rankings until our Wednesday episode. They just don't post them in time for us to get them out. We will start having those on our Wednesday shows after kind of our, it, I guess it's a little bit more of our reactions. Uh, it's our reactions to. To, it'll be our reactions to the CFP. Just wait. I have I have news. Okay. Uh, moving on to D three here. Looking at the ODAC, Cole. Let me just let me just say why I gave that look. Shenandoah beat Hamden City twenty three to seven. Okay. I, I'm that one. I'm eh. Yeah. Here. here <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Here's the, you saw it. Oh my god. You saw it. You saw it, didn't you? Guilford <laughs> blanked Averett 26 to nothing. Guilford beat Averett 26 to nothing. Oh my god. Yep. <laughs> Bridgewater beat Washington Lee in a close game, 13 to 6. As ex- well, not as expected because Washington Lee Oh my! I can't even. I can't get over that twenty-six to nothing. Isn't that wild? Yeah. Averett, if you want to, let, let's reveal the ODAC standings here. Randolph making us up there at the top. They're six and zero, nine and zero overall. Uh, Bridgewater is five and one, eight and one overall. Their only loss coming from Randolph Macon. Yeah. Shenandoah is four and two conference, seven and two overall. Hamden Sydney is four and two in conference, five and four overall. Washington and Lee is fifth in the conference, three and three overall, or three and three in conference, five and four overall. Guilford, how are how are they above Ferrum? Abs- what? No, absolutely not. I'm no, I absolutely not. Guilford 
Guilford is not above Ferrum. Let's Gil- just let's just no, fix let's no. just fix their Guilford, on yeah. the ODAC official site. Guilford is listed above Ferrum. They are one and five, two and seven overall. I don't care what their their overall record is. It they doesn't not, matter. It, it doesn't matter what their overall record is. Ferrum beat Guilford thirty one seventeen. Absolutely not. Ferrum should at least be sixth in the conference, not at seven. Are you kidding me? What in the ODAC? Fix your rankings. Guilford is one and five, two and seven overall. They they are below Ferrum. Ferrum should be sixth. Ferrum is one and five in the conference, one and eight overall. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Averett, zero <laughs> and six overall, or zero and six in conference, two and seven overall. We're not last. We're not last. We're not last. If you ain't first, you last. But you know what? Yeah. At this point, everybody's last. If you're hey, not Averett, how's that transition into the ODAC going for you? <laughs> <laughs> we got two words for you that we can utter on this podcast. Sure we can. Suck it. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Um, Degeneration Ferrumpod. <laughs> Degeneration Ferrumpod. Degeneration Panthropod. All right. <sighs> Let's rip the Band-Aid off. Ferrum falls hard. Yeah. Yeah. Incredibly hard to Randolph Macon. 52 to 10. Mm. Another poor offensive showing by uh, Ferrum. Again, Ryan Downer. Um, converted his uh, the only we led this game. We led this game. We scored the first offensive points, seven to nothing. Um, yeah, seven to nothing. Um, then it was seven seven. Then it was seven fourteen, seven twenty one, seven twenty eight, seven thirty five, seven forty two, seven forty five, ten forty five. Hey, ten fifty two. Ooh. Yeah, rough game. But it's Randy Mack. I mean, they're like here. Here's the thing: Randy Mack is always in the ODAC conference. They're they're going to. I'm pretty sure they're ODAC with this game. They clinch the ODAC conference championship. Yeah. Um. If they haven't, then um, what? They, they yeah, because they have one game left. Yeah. I think it's to Washington and Lee. Randy Mack has they've clinched the the ODAC. I would yeah, because they beat Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. Yeah, stomped and Bridgewater. Bridgewater. Yeah. Stomped Bridgewater. But I mean, here here's the thing: is I, I get, it's a round robin schedule for conference, so they're not it's a round robin type of conference title deal. Yeah, so they've beat everybody. They they are awarded. They there is no conference championship game, so Randy Mack is going to go play for a national title. Yeah, Woo-hoo! as they should. As they, as they should. Um, for Farum, Braden Hawkins for Farum, 12 of 28, 165 yards, two interceptions. No touchdowns. Uh, Joshua Luckett, three for five, 42 yards, one touchdown, one interception. Uh, Drew Campen. Oh, my. Campanale? Uh, Is that I how think you? it's Campanale. Campanale. Ten for ten. This man was 100% on... 196 yards with a 64-yard long and two 
touchdowns. Farron you know, did not register a sack in this game. You know, that's that's pretty impressive. You know what's even more impressive? Andrew Ile, I'm assuming, I-H-L-E, 12 carries, 104 yards, four touchdowns mm. rushing. Mm. Um, they also had an, a pick six. Um, Dominic Staples, one interception, 15 yards, one touchdown. And that closed the game out for, yeah. Yep. That was fourth quarter, five minutes left to play. Uh, Faram didn't have a single rushing touchdown. Uh, uh, Mont, what does that say? Is that Monze or? Uh, Monzel, okay. Monzel Campbell. A cutoff right there. That was my fault. Uh, Monzel Campbell was the leader, leading rusher. He uh, 11 carries for 41 yards and was had a long of uh, 24 uh, Joshua Luckett had five carries for 28 yards. Five carries for 28 yards for a long of 24. Uh, Joshua Lerb had nine carries for 24 yards. And then Braden Hawkins had one, one carry, carry for, for negative eight, eight yards. That was his sack. Giving us, um, no, yeah, no, that's, that's, yeah. 73 yards rushing. Yeah, 73. Um, we knew going into this game that Farum would have to shock the world to it's win. It's not going to be pretty. Um, and Farum didn't shock the world. And not. that's not a knock on Farum. This was a game that they were expected to drop. Um, going forward, we have Averett. That's our last game. Hey, it's looking better. It's looking it's better. Looking very good it's against looking, Averett. It's looking better against Averett. Um, Farum posted 280 yards of offense. That's not bad. Randy Back posted 563. Uh, <laughs> For a total of. Hey, they did that in 69 plays. I'm not even. I'm not going to comment on that. I mean, that. And they only punted the ball once. Farron oh, punted the ball did. four times on an, uh, for 100. Yeah, they punted the ball four times. Um, trying to let's see here. Farron had three interceptions. Randy Mack didn't turn the ball over a single time. Yeah, not a single time. Um, Farham had six penalties for 68 yards. Randy Mack, three penalties, 28 yards. Farham threw the ball for 207 yards compared to Randy Mack's 261. Farham ran the ball for 73 yards. Randolph Macon ran the ball for 302 yards. Oof. Yeah. Um, Oof. Rough game for the Black Hats, but, you know – now, looking ahead. Looking ahead. We ripped the Band-Aid off. We got to let it Finish heal. Finish it strong. Finish Two and eight. out the season strong. Beat Averitt. Beat Averitt. It's officially, it's officially Averitt Hate Week. Yeah, it's Averitt Hate Week next week. Amazing. Or this week on the Wednesday show. On the Wednesday show. Yep. All right. I still, can't, I still can't believe that Averitt 
Avery. Got a goose egg against Guilford. That's great. Guilford, That's man. amazing. Hey, uh, that means that no one in the ODAC is uh, finishing out the season without a win. No. Yeah, because Guilford. No. Uh, uh, oh, yeah, because Guilford was. Well, they, they had a win before they came to us, before we met them in the regular season. But there's a possibility that Averett could finish out without a conference win. <laughs> <laughs> we hope. We hope. Yeah, see, in the Oda in the official ODAC standings. Yeah, no, that's that's bull. We we should isn't be it? sixth. Isn't yeah. it? Why are we we beat Guilford? Yeah. We beat Guilford. Their win loss is better than us, but they're overall, they just have one more win than we do yeah. overall, but that's out that's of conference, bold. so that doesn't yeah. matter. We beat them in conference. Yep. Their only conference win comes from beating Averett this week. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. College football is the most corrupt system on the face of the earth. <laughs> uh, speaking of corrupt college football and ripping Band-Aids off, dude, Iowa State, man. I'm in pain. Uh, West Virginia drops... To the worst Iowa team. State. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. No, Iowa not, State's not, no longer the worst yeah. team. We are uh, now. Iowa State, 31. West Virginia, 14. Um, mm. I, here's the thing. Is JT Daniels hurt? He's he, got to be. Like, is his arm hurt? But you've got to think, too. Either he's hurt or his arm strength is just – or he his arm is sore because this is the first time in his tenure – that he's played a full season of football. Got hurt at USC. Came in late against Georgia. Started for Georgia. Then got hurt seven games in. This is the first time. This is like this is. We've played a total of nine games. We've crossed that threshold. We're two games in past what his the most games that he's played before. So could it just be fatigue? JT Daniels stats on the season. 2042 yards passing, 13 touchdowns, eight interceptions. Yeah. Um honestly, at this point, I think you're going to have some QB controversy. Well, uh, people are already comparing him to Jared Diggy, which that's unfair. That is unfair. I will take JT Daniels any day over Jared Diggy. And I think I here's I I wonder I, could it be like what's like we we got Austin Kendall from Oklahoma, and then Jarrett Deggy was one thing, but it just seems like like quarterbacks we have not had good luck with. JT Daniels this game was eight for twenty two, eighty one yards, a touchdown, and an interception. Garrett Green was four for five, forty three yards, and a touchdown. He's been solid when we've put him in. I don't. I, I mean, I'm not advocating. Uh, Garrett Green is good if he's winning in practice. Why not? Um. Cole, I think I sent you this message, and I don't know if this is if this is entirely true or not. Uh, I don't know if this is entirely true or not from what I've heard. But it's, I mean, this. there's no way, I don't know. Maybe this was a slip of the tongue by Neil Brown. I don't know. Neil Brown after the game. This was posted. You know, I th- this is Neil Brown talking now. So this is Neil Brown after the West Virginia-Iowa State game. You know, I think Garrett Green needs to understand the pace of our offense better. We got a touchdown on first down, which is which really isn't the pace yeah, we're go, trying to go at. 
I'll repeat that again. This is what Neil Brown said about Garrett Green. You know, I think Garrett Green needs to understand the pace of our offense better. He got a touchdown on first down, which really isn't the pace we're trying to go at. That's got to be a joke, right? I wasn't able to watch the post-game press, uh, press conference. Yeah, we don't know what kind of context he was saying that in, but, like, Psst. touchdowns are touchdowns. Exactly. If you're, like, I don't know if you've watched this, Neil Brown, but um, before you got here, West Virginia was fast-paced all the time. Yes. Former running back as well, Martel Petaway, uh, posted something on on Facebook, I think is what it was. He said, all these West Virginia fans now just now figuring out there's a culture problem. We tried to tell you that three semesters ago with the big, with the massive transfer portal exit. And I was like, huh. Hmm. Hmm. Was there something to that? There's also, again, this is just, I wonder if this is just compounding on or what, but somebody also posted that within the program, Neil Brown is considered fake. I don't know. I'm not an insider. We live five hours away from Morgantown. We're close enough, but not not that close, you know. I don't live five minutes from the place. This is just rumors. I would say they're just rumors. However, I mean, Iowa State, Hunter Deckers, man. Brock Purdy who? 24 for 36, 219 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, Those are Cartevious, Cartevious gotta, gotta. Norton. What an awesome name by them. Cartevious? Yeah, that's sick. That is a – hey, by the way, speaking of – Sick names. Your boy, Tanner Mordecai, mm-hmm. balled out against Houston. Um, mm-hmm. 18 carries for Cartevious Norton, 69 yards, and two touchdowns. I mean, Iowa State, was they had not had yet to have a conference win. They were 0-5 walking in here. They're now 1-5. West Virginia now um, is making themselves real comfortable in Kansas's place down at the Big 12, the bottom. I'm roasting my own team right now. I can't. I don't know if I'm angry or if I'm just apathetic. Like this, literally, is just sad. This looks like uh, honestly, you're taking the approach of someone like you're just reviewing the game at this point. I'm just up. Yeah, Iowa State had 391 total yards uh, of offense, 219 passing, 172 rushing. <laughs> they had 19 more passing yards than West Virginia's total offensive out- output. West Virginia had 200 total yards of offense. 124 passing yards, 76 rushing yards. West Virginia had 11 first downs compared to Iowa State's 26. Uh, West Virginia could not convert a fourth down. They also couldn't convert on third down either. Two for 12. They punted the ball nine times. Mm. Ran a total of 49 plays. Had seven penalties for 64 yards. Turned the ball over once with an interception throw. Oh, by the way. Iowa State had the ball for 40 minutes, 38 minutes, 15 seconds to be exact. West Virginia had the ball for 21 minutes. Yeah, exactly. That's um, that's Neil Brown saying that the pace for West, like Garrett Green scoring that touchdown on first down. That's that's absolutely what that is. His his pace wasn't there. Yeah, I'm not gonna rant. You're not gonna rant. No, everybody's heard my soapbox for the past. I don't know. Three, four weeks now. Um, one thing I will say about your defense, three sacks. Hey. Huh. Wow. They showed up. Dante Offense Stills couldn't. is great. 
Jordan Jefferson's great. I hate it for players like Dante and Sam yeah. Jane, like the seniors on this team. I hate yeah. it. Um, I hate it for you, man. I really do. I know I I give you a lot of crap about West Virginia. So does everyone else. But I truly hate it for you. This is pain. Yeah. Is basketball season here yet? Um, oh, they play tomorrow. Actually, yeah, they play tomorrow. Ha! <laughs> Woo! <Woo-hoo. sighs> um, West Virginia now falls three and six on the season. Our next three games: Oklahoma and Morgantown, which will be there. Kansas State and Morgantown. Oklahoma State at Oklahoma State. You very well could not get bowl eligibility this year. Um, yeah, we're gonna see Monday. Uh, if you're listening to this, so maybe today. This is Sunday night, so maybe today. If you're listening to this on Monday, uh, Neil Brown gets fired. Who knows? Who knows at this point? I'm not going to lecture about it. I'm currently stalling for you. If you would hurry up, and are you not going? I'm ready whenever you are. No, you're. You have no sound for this upcoming. What? You have no song for this upcoming. What? What are you? What are you talking about? I am literally stalling for you. How dare you? Even I, at WVU, not LSU, WVU fan, knew what you should play, and yet you did not have this prepared. How dare you? Are you saying that LSU plays a song when they beat some opponents? Or I don't know. Like they that? I, they were playing it before they before y'all beat. Okay, you got really close there. It's like, uh, Cole, Cole, Cole. Hey, Owen. Yeah. The band played neck. 32 to 31. LSU won against freaking Bama, dude. And the fans stormed the field, and we got charged $250,000 for it. Chump change. Chump change. Easy money. Considering right now you're paying Ed Ogeron. $17 Seventeen million to sit on the couch. We don't care about it. Bryce Young, who? Jane Daniels is a monster. Um, took him into overtime. Alabama had this long crafted handwritten drive to score their one touchdown. LSU was like Which which by the way, that ball was tipped. Yeah, no. that was not a pass interference. The, the ball was tipped. The for ball was sure. tipped. Um, and you know, I wasn't even going to make a comment about it because you know oh, I was going to make a comment. Well, I wasn't going to make a comment because I thought on Jaden Daniels' twenty-five yard long rush uh, for the end zone, his jaunt into the end zone that we for sure had blocking the black uh, blocking the back. That was not blocking. It was the not back. blocking the back. It was not blocking the back. It was not blocking the back. Um, Nick Saban, obviously, his check bounced. Nick Saban to West Virginia, please. Please. <laughs> yeah, Alabama, you for sure need to fire Nick Saban. Please, so he can come to West Virginia. <laughs> At, I mean, 7-2, and 4-2 two, and two in conference. Oh, my God. That's terrible. Forget, that's forget so, that he won national championships, man. Yeah, I mean, that's come so on, just terrible. Just fire him right now that's so he can so come terrible. home. <laughs> come home. Um, Jane Daniels put the team on his back. 22 for 32, 182 yards, two touchdowns. Jane Daniels, 18 carries for 95 yards and a touchdown. 
Um, obviously, he had that 25-yard long jaunt into the end zone in overtime. Um, one thing that I will say, the freshman who caught the ball on the two-point conversion, guy by the name of Mason Taylor, number 86, he is a true freshman. Bama, how does it feel? Bama, how's it feel? You literally pulled a Kansas against te- against your Texas. Yes. I am so excited. Um, yeah, no. I Look, here's the thing. Our offense showed up. Our defense showed up. Our offense, one guy, Jane hey, Daniels, one man wrecking crew. Brian Kelly, is this why you, ca- this why you came to uh, LSU? Obviously. Have you not seen that clip? No. Oh, daggone it. All right, after this, I'll have to show you this. Okay. Daggone it. Daggone it. I literally tossed it up, and you still struck out. (sighs) Wow. Okay. Well, it's kind of like West Virginia this year. Just tossing off games. Ow! I can't call you names. Yeah. Um, No, our offense showed up. Our defense showed up. It was it was electric. It was truly an electric football game. I know we watched the fourth quarter in overtime. That was amazing, by the way. All four of us, yes, sat down because it was Cole. Then obviously, friend of the show, Jay Chitwood, Blake. Or actually, it was the five of us. Yeah, I can't do math. Um, Blake and Dexter, you know, all screamed when they, when they Mason s- Taylor caught the ball. That was amazing. Oh. That was amazing. Ooh. I Cole, you were about to leave too. I was I was truly about to leave because I was like, oh, there's no way. Cause as soon as Alabama like had their methodical like five yards here, five yards there, okay, we got the first down. All right, let's get three yard rush. Saban off the ten rev. yard pass. <laughs> yeah. No. Like a very prototypical Saban drive in overtime. Mm-hmm. I was like, okay, well, you know, we're our defense is gassed. We're not. And then Jaden Daniels just did what Jaden Daniels does. Hike. Oh, I'm just gonna take off to the right. Yep. Oh, oh. look at that. I'm on the end zone. Oh my god. <laughs> uh, I am Bryce I am, Young. Oh no, don't hit the game recap. Whoops, my bad. Um uh, Bryce Young, twenty five for fifty one, three hundred and twenty eight yards. Again, not good enough. Uh, one touchdown, one interception. Jaden Daniels, 22 for 32, 182 yards, two touchdowns. Yards don't freaking matter. Touchdowns do. Uh, Rodell Williams was the only player uh, to rush for two tu- for rush for a single touchdown, actually. Uh, but he had two touchdowns on the game, seven carries for 11 yards for Alabama. Uh, who was your leading rusher again this week? <laughs> Jaden Daniels, baby. Uh, Josh Williams, also for LSU, seven, seven carries, carries, 54 yards, yep. A single touchdown. Overall, Alabama had 465 total yards of offense. Again, rookie numbers, guys. Come yeah. on, bump it up. Uh, LSU, LSU had a, had 367 total yards of offense, 182 through the air, 185 rushing. Uh, Alabama threw it for uh, had 328 passing yards, 137 rushing yards. 
Hey, Owen, you remember about posting a thousand yards and you want that red zone defense? Mm-hmm. This is that red zone this defense. Is that red zone defense. I also am very glad I'm on the wrong side of history too. Yes. Again, this week, two weeks ago, as you should be, uh, as I should be. But um, maybe I should just start picking against you, please. So that way, please you'll just continue. Start winning. Yeah, no, please continue. <laughs> um, um, Alabama Alab- defensively, six sacks. Oof. Yeah, six sacks on the I want to know though. I want to know though. How many of those are out of the pocket? I guarantee you quite a good bit. I would say four of those are out of the pocket. Yeah, as much as Jaden Daniels loves to scramble the ball and has to scramble the ball, let's be real. Um, yeah, no. Uh, four of those at least were out of pocket, if not all of them. I, I would say, yeah. Alabama posted 66 total tackles. LSU posted 61. Um, 10 QB hurries on LSU side of the ball. We got to Jaden Dan- or no, we didn't get to Jaden Daniels. Excuse me, Jaden Daniels had you know more than enough time this week. Uh, we got to Bryce Young. Yeah, and again, Bryce Young, who? <laughs> um, not last year's Heisman. <laughs> Alabama. Definitely not. Uh, LSU ran a total of sixty-six plays. You want to know how many Alabama ran? It's got to be like eighty. Eighty-one. Yeah, eighty-one plays. They ran a total of eighty-one plays. Uh, Alabama had nine penalties for ninety-two yards. LSU had seven for 64. And they should have had another. Are they? No. Alabama. We shouldn't have had one penalty on that. Yeah. Yeah. Because one of those penalties was absolute BS. It was but a pass anyway. interference. It was clearly, clearly tipped ball. Now, was it pass interference? Yes. yes. 100%. Yes, but once that ball's tipped. Yeah, no, it's, fair it's game. dead. It's fair game. Um, Alabama only had the one turnover, the one interception thrown. That was it. LSU had the ball for 32 minutes exactly. Alabama had the ball for 28 minutes exactly. Um, Death Valley was rocking. Yes. They were wilding out. Absolutely electric. No goalposts came down, though. No goalposts came down. Uh, I'm assuming it's because we have the two where everyone else has the one, so it's harder to get them down. Kansas, by the way, tore down their goalpost. After they beat Oklahoma State, they rushed the field. Hey, let Kansas have it. Let Kansas have this moment, okay? When's the last time they've been good? It's been over a decade. Give it to them. Just let them have it. Yeah, but like Oklahoma State, really? But Oklahoma State almost won the Big 12 last year and almost went to the playoffs as well. I know almost only counts in horseshoes and hand grenades, but... I'm so excited about this LSU team because this is Brian Kelly's first year. Now, if Brian Kelly turns around and says, all right, well, we need to change everything offensively, and I guarantee you he will because right now he has a quarterback that is truly If it ain't special. broke, don't fix it. Yeah, it's truly special. Mm-hmm. Um, but love LSU with all of my heart. I'm so glad that we beat Alabama this year. I truly did not think we were. I know I said LSU by 90 last week, but – you can tell. You can ask Owen if you see him. I was not. No. No. He no was, way. Yeah. He was absolutely one hundred percent picking Alabama to win. Yes. I, I. I was outwardly picking Alabama to win. He I was, was inwardly picking Alabama to yes. win. Yes. Um, but no, absolutely electric. Um, hype train here. Hype train keeps on rolling. Uh, LSU seven and two overall, five and one in conference. Alabama falls to seven and two uh, with two conference losses. Oh, you hate to see it. Yep. Um, Al- our LSU finishes out their schedule. We travel to Arkansas to Razorback Stadium. We host UAB, and then we <laughs> end the season against Texas A and M in college in uh, College Station. In College Station. Um. 
honestly, I don't see why we cannot finish 10-2. and two. I don't see why we can't. Will we? Maybe not. One of those. We'll see. Yeah, we will see. Um, but that's in the future. This that's is a the, future Cole problem. That is a future Cole problem right now. Cole Connor is as hype as possibly can be. Uh, only reason why I'm not yelling this entire segment is I do not want to blow out your eardrums. Um, yeah, absolutely love it. Uh, Lil Wayne celebrated our LSU win. Um, <laughs> Lil Wayne. Lil Wayne, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, big big Diesel. He was in the house. Big Diesel is Kevin Nash. Uh, Shaq Diesel. Huh? Have you never? No. No, Shaq Diesel. I've never That's heard that. That's his nickname. No, never heard Yeah, Shaq Diesel, Superman. Uh, either one of those. I don't he watch he literally has a Superman tattoo on his arm. I don't watch basketball. Yeah, but no, I am so excited. And this is Brian Kelly's first year. Yep. Wonder what that feels like. Hey man, just hire a marquee signing. Uh, it's easy. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> With that. <laughs> With that, I'm Cole Connor. <laughs> I'm a very enraged Owen Sapelnik. I can tell. And you just finished listening to the Panther Pod. Thank you again for listening to us.